You are listening to Mindful Performance, the show dedicated to building the brand of you. Your host is Teresa Rose, thought leader to the C-suite and author of Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. Tune in every week to discover the lessons on what top leaders do to deliver their best performances at work, at home, and all day long. And now here's Teresa with your next Mindful Performance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mindful Performance. This is Teresa Rose, your host of Mindful Performance on C-Suite Radio. This is the podcast where I get to have amazing conversations with incredible leaders in business to find out how they deliver their best performances and how they help others to do the same. I'm so excited for this next guest. I know her. I love her. Her name is Kathleen Caldwell. She is the CEO of Caldwell. Consulting Group, founder of the Women's Thought Leadership Accelerator, and this is how I know her so well and love her so much. She is the C-Suite Network's Women's Leadership Council leader. Welcome, Kathleen, to Mindful Performance. How are you today? Good. I'm so happy to be here with you and share the time together. It's just a gift. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So, you know, this podcast I've just relaunched and uh, it used to be commentary format and now I've uh, expanded into uh, interviews. And so as I have been doing this, I thought, who Who's one of those people that just naturally inspires me and makes me smile and makes me go, yeah, right on. And I thought about you, Kathleen. So I'm really, really glad that you're here today. Uh, Thank you. Teresa, back at you, girl. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it (laughs) all day long. Are you kidding me? So so let's talk a little bit about some of the gifts and talents that you have in this world of performance and how you help in particular women executives, because that's how I know you so well is not just in the thought council of the C-suite network, but also I am privileged to be a faculty member of the women's leadership council uh, that you so uh, deftly run. And and I've just seen the impact that you've had already on your, on your community that you've created. Thank What's you. that like? What's that like to be leading this, this community of powerful women executives? Well, oh my goodness. It is, Teresa, it is such a gift. It is such a privilege and it's so much fun. It's just so much fun. I, I, I get off the calls and I, and I can't wait till we can get back into in-person events, which we will soon, mm-hmm. but I get off the calls and I am just, my whole body's buzzing. I'm numb. I'm so like, I'm in another universe. It's so exciting because I can hear how these women are getting they're they're getting their, uh, awesomeness, their coolness. They're getting that all, everything is moving up. It's such a positive community and so great. Yes. So I, it's, I, I thank my stars. I thank my uh, G-Gus. I heard uh, Jenna Rodriguez's yes. interview, but I call it my goddess, my God, my universe, and my source. So I've got my goddesses as well. Uh, of course. You, well, we yes. are two of them. So of course <laughs> right, we have exactly. to include them. Are you yes. kidding me? Our yes. goddesses, yes. 
I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Minnesota goddess in a sundress right now. So I'll own every last bit of that. Bless you. Yeah. Let, let, cool. Let's, let's talk about how, okay. Because that's part of what mm-hmm. I yeah. love about mindful performance uh, in, in my world is everybody knows they need to have mindfulness. They don't know how. And so I created content and, you know, a book and this podcast and, and all the things that I do about how, and that's what I really appreciate with you as I have watched you in the Women's Leadership Council is you give them hows yes, on how yes. to elevate them, right? Because you, yes. your sweet spot is the executive suite for women. And so Absolutely. tell me a little bit yes. about why, why do you have this passion? What, how did you get mm. to this place where this is what lights you up? Yeah, thank you, Teresa. And, and I also, I, I want to take a pause and acknowledge you for everything that you're doing around the C-suite network for around mindful performance, around your commitment to people too. I mean, that is, it's, it's just awesome. And like attracts like, so we're, we're, we're all, we're all in on this. We are. are, Yeah. yeah. You and I are sisters from another mister. So we speak the same language. (laughs) Right. Yes, exactly. So what I wanted to share with you, I'll I'll share with you a little bit later, but it, it relates to that, you know, that maybe we've, you know, we've certainly got some things in common in our ancestry that make a lot of sense that I'm also noticing with other women too. But what, you know, my passion around this, well, my passion is around women stepping into the fullness of themselves as the chief executive officer, whether they're in a corporation, organization, and also their own companies, because that's where I see women stumbling is not fully owning this great position and not fully stepping into this fullness of their thought leaderness, mm-hmm. thought leaderness. And I'm creating a whole body of work around how to step into that thought leaderness, which is the pathway to uh, uh, happiness and fulfillment and mm-hmm. uh, all of the nesses of life, which are so important, you know, happiness and, uh, and fulfillment and, um, prosperity and willingness and readiness and all of those things. So yeah, and the statistics are also, I mean, let's ground it in statistics that the gender pay gap is still at 82%. Women make 82% Mm -hmm. of what men make. Mm -hmm. And that at the current rate of this progress, according to the American University, American Association of University Women, we'll have to wait till 2094, 2094 to close the gap. We don't have that kind of time. No. And yeah, and of the Fortune 500, 37 of those CEOs are women, nearly 7.4%. So we've we got to giddy up here. We got to get it going. And yeah. and what I'm hearing from women all around the globe is there's these common things that are holding us back. And honestly, they have nothing to do with the opposite gender. They have to do with us women that we can we can, we can make changes on ourselves, And it's not a blame game, not a shame game, any of that. It's more of empowering ourselves so we can step into the fullness of our leadership. And so and what are you seeing? About I can, yeah. I love it. Are you <laughs> yeah, kidding exactly. uh, so, yeah, you. so tell me what, let's say two or three of the patterns yeah. that you're seeing, what are women doing to self-sabotage in this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they also are minimizing their performance. And I have done study after study, survey after survey, and the common things that I'm hearing are fear. Of course, we know fear is false evidence appearing real, Mm -hmm. but fear, uncertainty, doubt, focus on perfectionism. 
and hedging their bet, essentially, and, and I know all these things firsthand, putting one foot in, but then there's another foot out. Mm-hmm. So having kind of like, if it doesn't work out, I'll be able to do this other thing. And that splits our focus, that splits our energy, that splits our power if we're one foot in, one foot out. And and focusing in on you know not only the fear of success, but also the fear of failure. And, you know, it's all of these things. And I, And I've had so many conversations in the last week with women who have said, yes, 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 yes. And these are powerful women. These are successful women. But this is the small voice in their heads that they're hearing. And they're paying more attention, Teresa, to that small voice. And and as I've walked with women through a process that I have to help them understand what's really going on, how to calm that down and -hmm. not push it away. A lot of women want to push that voice away. And I, I say that it's a voice that you can listen to, get instruction from, get knowledge from, wisdom from. You don't have to push it away, but just listen to it. But don't put your preoccupation on that voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you relate to any of oh this? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I, I liken it to... Uh, men in executive leadership cannonball and women weighed in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's how That's can we analogy. be more, you know, yeah. deliberate with our full intentionality uh, and, yes. and, and really own it. And I can understand there's a lot of reasons why we don't, because there's a lot of history and there's a lot of hats that we wear and there's a lot of other labor that we perform in our lives that is uh, draining, frankly. And it's, it's, you know, from an energy management perspective. And one of the things just, I know you are so multifaceted, your, your background as, uh, you know, a women in leadership and the fact that you're so known as a connector and that you are so aware of that inner uh, interconnectedness that we all have and how important collaboration is. But I also love that you really do value uh, the, the holistic parts of ourselves. And I think that's a really big part mm-hmm. of how women can show up and can deliver those best practices. Like, uh, you know, you're a Zumba instructor, you're a yes, ballroom dancer. Yes, I just, yes, yes. oh my gosh, I love it so much. <laughs> Thank you. I, dancing, Thank you. Yeah. dancing is powerful medicine. Dancing is very, very powerful medicine. Air. Teresa, you you nailed it. Yes, and moving, and I I believe as a also as a hypnotherapist, a certified hypnotherapist, is that this mind body connection, and that when we keep our energy moving in mindful performances with yep. your expertise, we keep the energy moving. We also move through life, and so move through that stuck energy. And it, it was so incredibly insightful to me in a discovery call that I had a breakthrough discovery call, career and business breakthrough call, just in the past two weeks, one specifically that I had was this is an incredibly successful woman, like in the C-suite in a fortune company. And we were talking about what's next for her. And she had all the kind of the head plans, you know, she had all it all mapped out. But then I said to her, I could sense that there was something else there. And I said, so when you think about this, what's that voice? Is there a voice that comes up for you? Because I knew there was, because I could hear it. And, and it was, a, and she said, yeah. She said, I said, well, where is it in your body? Where's that voice in your body? You know, where's the energy of it? And mm-hmm. we identified that. And then I said, who does that voice sound like someone? And she says, yes, it sounds like my mother's voice. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, oh, great. What, what do you think she's really saying here? And of course, the first, you know, uh, was the first kind of attempt was, you know, you can't do it. What makes you think you can do it? How do you think you can do it? And all that. And I said, you know, you can push that voice away or you can take it in and comfort that voice and know that that motherly voice is just trying to keep you safe, mm-hmm. trying to keep you, trying to, keep, to comfort you. So don't push it away. Maybe what else could that voice mean? So we put, put you know, Put it, pulled it apart and it was like so all of a sudden I could hear she had this new freedom that she didn't have at the beginning of our call and it was so exciting but she felt completely freed up that it was not her voice that was right. holding her back yeah it was yeah. ancestral voices yes. her mother's voice, grandmother's voices society's yep. voices all this stuff and she in that moment she could just get free of it right you know so what's kind so of the how as you were saying you know the yeah how you do it yeah you know, what's so beautiful about you, Kathleen, is that you hold a space that uh, requires two two distinct presences. There's a uh, kind of powerful presence as a woman in executive leadership that requires you to think through clarity and strategy and and presence and positioning and there's a lot of uh you know just hardcore leadership practices that you that you embody and you also hold that second space of the uh the the receptive intuitive who understands what's happening on an energetic level and that is not often found in the same person i you know i i yeah I really recognize it that in you that you bring those two very powerful and distinct presences into your coaching, into your consulting. Uh, it's really a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, Thank and, you and for that acknowledgement, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know that it's um, it's a gift. It's it, a real gift. Thank you. Thank you. And and I cultivate that in myself. It, it is I think for all of us. It's you know, it's the yin and the yang of our self as leaders. It's the self-inquiry. And I know you're on that journey too. And, you know, I I grab the hand of my sisters and my brothers in the world in business and in life and just say, you know, let's keep growing. Let's keep learning. Let's keep this discovery. Know thyself. You know, that's the first place we can start is understanding. And I, I often hear people say, I don't want to, I don't know what I'm going to uncover when I, take that journey. I'm afraid of what I'll uncover. And, and I think doing it in small steps, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of learning and doing it with a gentle touch, with a lot of compassion and just, just taking that journey. It's, I think it's the best journey a person can take is into that self-awareness because then they can see themselves in other people and they can be better partners. They can be better allies and friends and colleagues when they have more self-awareness. It's really critical. Really, so really how good. how do you recommend for them to do that? So enhancing their performances is first about just paying attention to what is, right? Because you can't yes. change what yes. it will yeah. be unless Love you it. know what is. So how do you recommend for women to increase their their muscle of self-awareness? Yeah. yeah. Well, I am a strong believer, Teresa, in mentorship. I mean, it is the key because in order to grow, we have to partner and align ourselves with people that are a couple steps ahead. Yes. So I, that, if I look at my budget, my biggest budget line item is for mentorship. And I have three different coaches, three mentors that I work with. 
And I also believe that the women that come into the Thought Leadership Accelerator and this whole community, they're all my teachers as well. Mm -hmm. So having mentorship, number one, number two, having a board of directors around you, a board of people that are perhaps a couple steps ahead, but maybe at your level and maybe at a different path to honestly give you that visibility that you need is so critical. And being open to, to the feedback, to the visibility, and also cultivating a safe place for ourselves so that we can kind of that we can come back home Mm -hmm. we know where home is in our body Mm -hmm. we know and we practice where home is and knowing that the universe the goddesses the gods our you know corporations everything you know society has got our back Mm -hmm. is a fundamental thing that i believe in and that we have true destiny for the work that we're doing. There's true destiny in why we're here, what we're supposed to do, and that we can change. We can change. We can make small changes along the way. So um, it's, I love it's that. raising our hand. Yeah, raising our hand and say, there's, I think it all starts with willingness, willingness, willingness to take a different path, modify the path that's not quite what you want and not stay in a victim role but be willing to step out. And, um, and again, you know, seek the counsel, actively seek the counsel of people that we admire. I have my dream 100 and Teresa Rose, you are on my dream 100. Bless your heart. You are. And to, and to now know that you asked me to be on your podcast, I'm like, Oh, how exciting. You know, a woman on my dream 100 has asked me to be in collaboration with her. How cool. Oh, so dream 100, you know, Oh, you're so sweet. You know, I totally, I totally agree with you about surrounding yourself with smart people and learning from smart people. I'll tell you my personal experience. I, I, uh, ran a hundred million dollars of annual revenue for a Fortune 100 company many moons ago in in product development and marketing, and I've you know done a, a lot job. of really cool things, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, run my own business and 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 done lots of different things, and. Uh, just recently as joining the C-suite network uh, on the leadership team, specifically learning from Trisha Ben, the executive vice oh, president yes. and general uh, you know, manager of the Hero Club, who is another uh, faculty member on your Women's Leadership Council, and, and in concert, Jeffrey Hazlett, the chairman of the C-suite oh, network, learning from you. both of them uh, and, and suspending my... Uh, natural inclination to a get defensive when I mess something up or b uh, not want to own that because I don't you know because of programming like we talked about you know sure. we get pro- yeah. we get programs about being perfect and all that completely. Um, but when I ha- really now every time because those two are so uh, so what's the word I want to use uh, uh, pristine in their intent. They are so pristine in their intent to help me. Uh, And and I know that it's coming from a a, a generous heart and a good spirit and a, you know, a a positive uh, image of my own betterment that when they give me feedback, I can actually hear it and integrate it and not get defensive and grow from that. Uh, And so I really see what you're talking about more than I ever have before about the real value of true mentorship of quality people, right? Because it makes a difference who you hang out Mm -hmm. with. 
Well, completely. And the community, you know, the individuals and then the communities. And also, then I think it's also incumbent upon us as leaders to create new communities so that we can step into our leadership and lead new communities, generate this, pay this forward and, you know, start new groups, start new communities and have it based on our values and let go, you know, kind of create it and then just let it go, turn it over, delegate it, uh, but be in action. That's the thing that I've really been focusing in on the last 15 years is, you know, is it knowledge? Is it, is it uh, uh, training and development for the sake of it? Or is it putting it to use? And yes. the last 15 years I've been focusing on how am I going to put this to use? So it's, it's getting in action and doing it imperfectly perfect and just getting out there and, and trying things, you know, just trying things. And we know that haters are going to hate mm -hmm. and we know people are, you know, there's going to be people that don't agree with us and there are going to be people that are just stuck in their yeah. point of view. And it's like, that's, that is a woman I, I'm learning for myself and I'm also then, you know, training and educating and coaching other women to listen, you've got to have a point of view. You've got to be out there. You've got to be on video and on audio and you'll say some things that are kind of controversial. You'll goof up, you'll make mistakes. However, just keep walking, just That's, keep walking. You'll find your tribe. You'll find yep, your community. Yep. You know, and they'll find you and they'll find you. Exactly. Magic happens yeah. when you put your energy out there and you shine your light brightly, you know, the right people find their, their way to you. Yeah. And I want right. people to find their way to you, Kathleen Caldwell, Thank because my you. goodness, you are just so fantastic. And what you are offering for people is so wonderful. This, this, uh, it, it, it's like partnering with somebody who is a trusted advocate, who is your, your, you know, your guide, who can be a reflector. You know, that's what I really see as yes. your oh, sweet you. spot in this. So I know that you have something wonderful for people to be able to share their big dreams, their desires. What do they dare to do, but they don't know how to do it. You will help them pull together an action plan. What can they actually Michael. do, yes. right? Yes. Actually do those yeah. three next steps that they can do to fulfill those big dreams, desires, and dares. And that is through what you're calling a, your 30-minute career and business breakthrough call, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. And we're going to, yeah, it's discovering what are the, the true desires that you have, what's in the way, and then we'll develop in 30 minutes a mini plan on how to take the next steps. And all of your fantastic tribe of listeners can in connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. So Kathleen Caldwell, Kathleen with a K, Caldwell with a C, and uh, reach out to me. We'll get it scheduled. And uh, I think your life will not be the same after this. I, yeah, I have no doubt here and after a discovery call. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, one, two punch good. of my podcast and your call and your Woo! breakthrough call now. So I, I want to finish up the podcast with asking you one last question, Kathleen, tell me about one of your best performances. What, what was one of your best performances that you've ever done that just you lit up that you were on fire shooting with all the cylinders and you just knocked it out of the park. Tell me what was that? Yeah, thank you. And, and by the way, you didn't ask me this in advance. So this is spontaneous, which is uh -huh. awesome, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. I would say it was when I ran my third marathon, my 26.2 oh. 
1.2 mile marathon and it was the Chicago marathon and I had been training for it for six months. I put a lot of time in training. I was really prepared and that performance of pre preparation, confidence that I could do it step by step, mile by mile. And then the day of the marathon running it, it was not easy. It was really difficult, but crossing the finish line and being wrapped up in this beautiful foil uh, blanket, feeling that joy of getting my medal, accomplishing something that was really, really important to me. And the metaphors with running a marathon, it's step by step, day by day, doing the right thing over a long period of time results in the performance of your life. And so I use that every day as my metaphor. I want to start, I want to run another one and I'm preparing to do another one. Oh, bless your heart. I'm so, so, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'll tell you, I'm doing a fair amount of carb loading, but I'm not running for any marathon. I'm running from <laughs> Zoom to Zoom and <laughs> I have to get the carbs updated to make sure I, I have enough energy to go from one to the other. So I honor you, you with do. your You're an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Kathleen, yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for being here. Everyone, please oh, check out Kathleen Caldwell. She is just one of the finest women that I know, and I am so very grateful to be in her orbit uh, in the Women's Leadership Council of the C-Suite Network. Thanks, Kathleen, for being here today. Oh, I appreciate it. it. Thank you. Loved and, it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And everyone else, thank you for tuning in to Mindful Performance. I appreciate it. I hope, like me, you make it an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Mindful Performance, hosted by Teresa Rose. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. For more information or to listen to more episodes, visit TeresaRose.com or check out the C-Suite Radio Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.